ba, 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 ba. Yay! Welcome to episode two of Manor in the Midst. Woohoo! In the midst of what you might ask. Well, for me, it's in the midst of the glorious sun shining on me, and I'm sipping a cup of tea. And today's choice is Taste the Difference from Sainsbury's The Light and Floral Sencha Rose Green Tea. A fragrant tea that tastes as good as it looks with apple, rosehip, blue cornflowers and pink rose petals. Delicious. Um, I think tea could definitely become a recurring theme in this podcast series, so I hope you do not mind. Um, anyway, uh, today it's just bones, as you might have noticed. Tufty shall be chattering soon enough. We're going to be alternating. Um, between joint podcasts and sometimes us doing it individually. So moving swiftly onwards, what I would like to talk about today is listening. And a big applause to you all because that's what you're doing right now, listening (laughs) to me talking pretty much nonsense. But um, no, all jokes aside, I think listening is a very important topic and it's been on my heart for a while and I'd love to share a bit about why. So, once upon a time, when I was somewhere in my teens, I think I was probably still rocking the braces and maybe I was in my blue eyeliner period, I do hope not. My brothers taught me a lesson and without going into the full depth of how it all happened. Basically, my brothers um, gave me some feedback about my communication skills, and they explained that sometimes I talk quite a lot about myself, um, and I don't ask questions to other people. Or I would ask a question and then follow up by reflecting on my own situation. So let me give you an example. So what was your favourite childhood story? Hmm, I think it was Winnie the Pooh by A.A. Milne. No way, I love A.A. Milne. I used to read those books all the time. My favourite was blah, 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 blah. And I have a Pinterest page with all the quotes pinned, etc, etc. Okay, now don't get me wrong. Um, It's completely healthy to react to somebody by reflecting on what they've said and then seeing how it applies to your own life and communicating that to them. That's just normal conversation. So it's okay. However, after my brothers told me that, I started thinking about just how often I do this. How quickly am I inclined to follow up somebody's story with my own one? Not necessarily purposely trying to butt in, but it just happened. And then, I started to take on another strategy after my brothers had told me this and I thought how about I try to ask at least one follow-up question. In the previous example it could have been to ask why the person likes the story so much. And when I started changing my communication style I noticed something. I noticed how intrigued I was to know more about the person I am talking with. So what experiences has she or he undergone that have made the person to be the person that they are today? And in which way can they inspire me? 
I don't remember if this was in medical school or somewhere else, but I actually remember playing a listening game which aligns quite well with the story that I just shared. We set a timer for two or three minutes and then we were challenged to only ask questions to the other person. And I found it quite a fun exercise and it challenged my creativity to see how I could keep the conversation alive. And after that, I've done it with a couple of more groups of friends. And sometimes it's really easy, but other times it can be quite hard, I find, to just ask questions all the time and then not be able to reflect um, with your own experiences. So yeah, that's one of the main points I wanted to share about listening. And I think there are so many other sources of information out there on active listening and the importance of it. Um, you might know about like paraphrasing, so when someone shares a story to kind of quickly summarize it to check whether you've really got the gist of it, or nodding when they're speaking, or the power of silence in conversation. And, um, you know, this might, might all be old news to you. However, I think the whole reason why I felt that it would be so important to share this with you now is is because of these times where people's lives are being thrown upside down and some people are just seeming very steady in all of this and feeling completely okay and others are suffering a lot but often we don't exactly know and sometimes we might assume something about someone and instead I'd like you to cha- I'd like to challenge you to ask and then to listen and to wait and to wait until they have finished their story and you can really understand better how is my mum or how is my friend or how is my colleague dealing with this situation and how can I be a good friend to them and to just show love by being willing to listen So, as a little listening exercise for all of you, and just because I love this story so much, and since I already mentioned Winnie the Pooh, I thought I'd add in a little Winnie the Pooh narration. Um, Also because, surprisingly, I found that it fits really well with these uncertain times, and also just because I love Winnie the Pooh a lot. So, let's have a look. I'm going to start somewhere in the middle of the story. Um, The story itself is called In Which Pooh Goes Visiting and Gets Into a Tight Place. And I'll jump in just after Pooh has been to visit Rabbit to get a snack and he's eaten quite a bit too much condensed milk and honey. And then it goes on like this. I thought not, said Pooh, nodding to himself. Well, goodbye. I must be going on. So he's about to leave Rabbit's house. So he started to climb out of the hole. He pulled with his front paws and pushed with his back paws. And in a little while, his nose was out in the open again. And then his ears and then his front paws, and then his shoulders, and then... Oh, help, said Pooh. 
I'd better go back. Oh, bother, said Pooh. I shall have to go on. I can't do either, said Pooh. Oh, help and bother. Now by this time, Rabbit wanted to go for a walk too, and finding the front door full, he went out by the back door and came round to Pooh and looked at him. Hello, are you stuck? he asked. No, no, said Pooh carelessly, just resting and thinking and humming to myself. Here, give us a paw. Pooh Bear stretched out a paw, and Rabbit pulled and pulled and pulled. Ow! cried Pooh. You're hurting. The fact is, said Rabbit, you're stuck. It all comes, said Pooh crossly, of not having front doors big enough. It all comes, said Rabbit sternly, of eating too much. I thought at a time, said Rabbit, only I didn't like to say anything, said Rabbit, that one of us was eating too much, said Rabbit. And I knew it wasn't me, he said. Well, well, I shall go and fetch Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin lived at the other end of the forest, and when he came back with Rabbit and saw the front half of Pooh, he said, Silly old bear, in such a loving voice that everybody felt quite hopeful of him. I was just beginning to think, said Bear, sniffing slightly, that Rabbit might never be able to use his front door again, and I should hate that, he said. So should I, said Rabbit. Use his front door again, said Christopher Robin. Of course he'll use his front door again. Good, said Rabbit. If we can't pull you out, Pooh, we might push you back. Rabbit scratched his whiskers thoughtfully and pointed out that when once Pooh was pushed back, he was back, and of course nobody was more glad to see Pooh than he was. Still there it was, some lived in trees and some lived underground, and... You mean I'd never get out, said Pooh? I mean, said Rabbit, that having got so far, it seems a pity to waste it. Christopher Robin nodded. Then there's only one thing to be done, he said. We shall have to wait for you to get thin again. How long does getting thin take? asked Pooh anxiously. About a week, I should think. But I can't stay here for a week. You can stay here all right, silly old bear. It's getting you out which is so difficult. We'll read to you, said Rabbit cheerfully. And I hope it won't snow, he added. And I say, old fellow, you're taking up a good deal of room in my house. Do you mind if I use your back legs as a towel horse? Because I mean, there they are, doing nothing. And it would be very convenient just to hang the towels on them. A week, said Pooh gloomily. What about meals? Man, I'd think the same. (laughs) I'm afraid no meals, said Christopher Robin, because of getting thin quicker. But we will read to you. Bear began to sigh, and then found he couldn't because he was so tightly stuck, and a tear rolled down his eye, and he said, Then would you read a sustaining book such as would help and comfort a wedged bear in great tightness. So for a week, Christopher Robin read that sort of book at the north end of Pooh, and Rabbit hung his washing on the south end. And in between, Bear felt himself getting slenderer and slenderer. Now at the end of the week, Christopher Robin said, Now!
And then, without further ado, I'll finish the story. Um, Pooh gets out in the end. But I wanted to stop there because that's where we see Christopher Robin reading to Winnie the Pooh, like I was just reading to you, and giving him comfort through that. And I think there's so much power in just listening to stories, spending time listening, spending time soaking other people's information in, and letting our opinions wait for a second until we've reevaluated them and wondered whether they're really that necessary or not. Yes, so concluding, you know, if this was stuff you already knew and it's not. I mean, I don't believe this is a revelation to many people. I think it's just a great reminder at this point in time about how important it is to listen. And if it wasn't even a reminder to you, then I just hope that you enjoyed listening to Winnie the Pooh because these stories are so dear to my heart. And I'd like to leave you with a Bible verse. Um, It's from James chapter 1, verse 19. And it says... My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. So, it's also a lesson that we learn in the Bible, the importance of listening, and yeah, I want. I think it's really nice how that ties in to the rest of the story. So, as you've made it to the end of the podcast thanks again for listening it means a lot um yeah for us the main purpose is just to let out the thoughts that we have and just to be another voice in your living room for you to listen to to spend time with to just be a friend like this so i wish you a wonderful afternoon or morning or evening or whatever time of the day you're listening to this And see you next time. Goodbye.